Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. Hey, Rachel, have you ever said something and someone else didn't quite catch it? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You, you, um, it's usually Siri who doesn't catch it, right? I say something oh, into my, my phone and, and Siri, uh, you know, we have a joke in, in, in my household and among my friends. It's probably really just because I have this sort of Southern accent, but I, I like to say that my Siri is drunk all the time because <laughs> no matter what I say to her, she texts something completely different. And I oh, just... Yeah. It's like playing telephone, literally, with my telephone. Oh, that's so true. Well, I know that the older my husband and I get, the funnier our conversations become. Like the other day, he he said, it's going to clear up, I think. And I heard, I'm going to throw up, I think. And and he looked at me like, what? And I, I didn't understand, and he didn't understand me. And I think that happens so much of the time miscommunication so he was talking about the weather and you thought he was about to be sick yes and the older we get the more we do that I don't know if it's if it's an age thing or if it's a failure to communicate maybe everybody does it what do you think yeah, it happens all the time. We we don't maybe we don't give enough information, or the information we give is misheard, or um, you know this phrase means one thing to somebody and another thing to someone else. Um, in like in in Britain, um, my sister in law married a, a a Brit, and so she lives in England now. And in England, if you say something was pretty good, you know, hey Rachel, did you like the uh, did you like the you know carrot cake? And I might say, yeah, it was pretty good. And to you and I, that would mean, you know, pretty much thumbs up. That was a good cake. But in Britain, if you say something's pretty good, that's thumbs down. It's like, it was pretty good. Oh. Like, it's a thumbs down kind of a thing. So um, so a, a phrase can be misinterpreted. You're trying to even say something positive, and it can be taken uh, as something negative. And so just all these, uh, you know, misadventures in communication. You know, it's happening more and more I think because of social media too when when I'm texting oh my goodness just like your friend there are so many things that go wrong in a text one because they can't hear your voice and your tone but two the the spell check will sometimes totally change the conversation and I'm like uh-huh. no 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 I didn't mean to hit send before I fixed that and now it's you know, got some crazy thing that people wonder, what in the world is she talking about? So I think social media and texting and the whole digital world has really contributed to misunderstandings and miscommunication. Yes. Yeah, you know, spell checker or spell corrector or, you know, word fixer or whatever, all of that has helped communication. By and large, I think it's helped us clear up communication because I'm not the world's best smaller speller. Um, look at that. I'm not the world's best smaller. See, Siri would fix that to say speller. 
<laughs> See, we need Siri and, and spell check and all of that. But just like people aren't perfect, neither is spell check. So there was an uh, ad that there was a, a, a typo. They insist that they typed it correctly and spell check changed it. But um, there was an ad where they were trying to advertise like in Craigslist for, um, you know, having keep taking care of kids in their home, you know, in-home daycare kind of a thing. And so the ad said, our experienced mom will care for your child fenced in yard meals and smacks included (laughs) (laughs) hilarious they didn't get a lot of takers on that (laughs) ad and they had to go back and see why are we not getting any business it's because smacks are included not snacks (laughs) oh how funny yeah well that's the way we um communicate even in everyday life you know there are times when perception is everything and I can say something to someone and someone else can say the exact same thing to them but if it's perceived differently then uh, the, the tone the gestures all those things make a big difference in how someone hears what you're saying. You know, we are always messing things up at our house like like that. And I thought it all had to do with age, but honey, you're a lot younger than I am, so I I think there's hope for me. So what are other ways that we miscommunicate without really realizing that we're doing it? Like I said, sometimes it's not our fault. Sometimes it's it's serious. I'll tell you tell you one more example of that. This one is in in the book that I wrote uh, with my pastor. The book is called My One Word, and my pastor uh, Mike. Uh, we wrote up a story in, in that book that happened between he and his wife. Uh, Mike likes to surf, and here in Wilmington, we can get some pretty warm weather, some pretty warm days, uh, even in what might seem wintertime. It might be pretty cold, and then suddenly we have a warm day. So this one particular Friday afternoon in November, um, it was a warm day. It got up to 64 degrees, and so Mike thought, well, this is a perfect time to go catch some waves during my lunch hour. So he runs to the house, and he gets his surfboard and his wetsuit, And then he sends a text to his wife because he always lets her know when he's going surfing because he doesn't take his phone, right? And so she might be trying to reach him and not know where he is and why isn't he answering. So he fires off a quick text to his wife that says, Hey, babe, I'm stopping for gas and I'm going to catch a couple of waves for lunch. Love you. Now, what he didn't know, but what she knew, was that her van, which she drove to work that morning, the gas light was on. So her gas tank was was near empty. Um, and what he didn't know that she knew was that she had her voice set, her, her, her voicemail set to transcribe all of her messages and send them to her in text form because she had a lot of meetings that day and she didn't want to have the phone ring and she could just read them in the meeting if it was anything urgent. So her phone vibrates indicating she's received a voicemail from her husband and it sends the transcript of the call and what it says is, hey babe, I'm coming to get you gas and bring you by some lunch. Love you. So she is so touched and she in the middle of the meeting tells everybody look my husband 
just texted me. He apparently noticed my gas light was on. He's going to bring me some gas and some lunch. And so there's a whole collective awe in the office. Everybody's like, oh, that's so sweet. So then lunchtime comes and everybody, you know, takes off to go to the restaurants. And normally it would be a, hey, we're going to go to Mexican. You want to join us? Hey, we're going to go get some, you know, burgers. You want to join us? But of course, nobody asked Julie. And of course, Julie waved all goodbye to all of them as she sat at her desk all alone, waiting for her husband to show up with lunch. <laughs> uh, she was waiting there a long, long time. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, life is full of miscommunication, and we can all blame it on Siri and the digital world, but it's been happening for a long time, way before any of the texting and all of that stuff happened. But man, it seems to be escalating with the number of uh, misinformed messages that happen between people. So I think it's really critical that we don't lose the ability to communicate, you know, one of the guys that uh, is on TED Talks a lot said that he thinks that in this new digital age, we're all so distracted, you know, because of all the social media things that are coming all the time that we only listen partially. We don't really give anything our full attention. We're skimmers. So even when we do get that text and, it, and if he had said everything perfectly and she just read it wrong. That happens all the time. And so we are constantly misunderstanding and that old funny uh, commercial that says, can you hear me now? Well, a lot of times, even when we hear, we don't understand. Yeah, there's always some type of noise and that might be, you know, external noise, um, or it might be internal noise. It might be that we're hungry or we're hangry, or it might be that we're distracted and thinking about a problem while someone else is talking to us. And we tend to do this, I notice, um, the most with our own loved ones, with our family, right? I mean, if you're at work and you're distracted thinking about, you know, a problem with your family and your boss comes into the room and starts talking to you, we're usually pretty good at shifting our attention to the boss, right? We understand, oh, I, I need to listen. But we're not so much good at being at home thinking about a problem at work. A family member comes into the room and starts talking to us. Sometimes we're not so quick to shift our attention away from what we're thinking about to the person in the room. So there's just all kind of noise, you know, noise in our head about what we're thinking about or what we're anticipating, noise in our bodies about mm -hmm. how we're feeling, mm -hmm. um, noise in the environment, uh, you know, old age and hearing loss, as you were alluding to earlier. There's just all kind, you know, it's just there's so many obstacles. And so that's one thing to keep in mind. <laughs> I have I've had fights and I've seen fights break out over simple miscommunication, um, you know, and we're not... Uh, we're so anxious to argue, you know, no, this is what I said. No, this is what I meant versus just like, you know, letting it, letting <laughs> it go, if you will. And just sort of laughing at, oh, you know, he said, she heard. Proverbs 15, one says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. 
And that makes me think of something you're forever saying. Um, and I used to not like it when you would say this, but I've learned from you. Um, you would always say, be the first to apologize. You know, no matter what, just take, just say you're sorry, you know. And so, um, and I hear your voice in my head sometimes saying that when I want to argue for, for my case or, or what I actually said or what I actually meant. No, that's not right. And it said to just stop all that and just go, I'm sorry. I didn't, I totally didn't catch what you said. You know, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word will stir up more anger. Oh, I love it. And I love it that I'm still in your head after all these years. That's funny. <laughs> well, we all do that and we all kind of want to be right. But I, I call that messy thinking. When we are, you know, trying to sort out too many things in our head and that noise, as you call it, causes us not to hear something right or we misinterpret something because we're focused on different things, too many different things at once. It's so important to focus on the person that we're communicating with at the moment. Yeah, I had a friend that always said, wherever you are, be there. Be there. Don't let your mind drift off to something else. Focus on what they're saying so that you can understand it. Don't let your mind get messy. And here's the other, the, the other key element. If you think you heard something, repeat it back and say, let me make sure I understand what you're saying. You just said that you think you're going to throw up. And my husband <laughs> says, no, I said, the clouds are going to clear up. And I said, oh, well, it's always good to just make sure you heard what you think you heard. So it's never bad to repeat back to somebody right away. The longer you wait to do that, the more crazy the conversation can become if you're both going down totally different train tracks. There are ways to get better. You know, there are ways that we can absolutely say, okay, I know that it's going to be easy to slip in to that mode of just partially listening. You know, the other day, I did it. I did it with Andrea the other day. Andrea is my right arm in this ministry, and she makes sure that things happen when I can't get them done. And she asked me a question, and, you know, in typical Andrea form, she had sent me several texts, so... When I get too many things all at once, I just start skimming. You know, I don't, I maybe don't look at the whole thing. And God love her. She sticks in there with me and she hangs in through the good and the bad. Well, I didn't see the entire text. And so I responded to the first part of it. And it set off a chain reaction of miscommunication. And it wasn't until mm -hmm. the end of the day that I said, where did you get that idea? And she said, because you said, and we went back and looked through our text and I was like, oh my goodness, honey, I did not look at the rest of that text. I thought I had all, I had seen it all. So I was wrong. And then she took off on wrong information. It happens. It happens. Mm -hmm. And so I have to point the finger at myself all the time and say, Luann, be present in the moment. Stop 
trying to do 10 things and be there. Like my friend says, wherever you are, be there. You mentioned a minute ago, I think you said something about we're, when someone else is talking, we're thinking about what we're going to say next. Mm-hmm. Did you mention mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was in grad school, I have a, a communications degree. My husband and I both have uh, higher ed degrees in communication. I remember one time uh, when somebody learned that about us both, they said, oh, you two must never fight. <laughs> and uh, to which, you know, Rick and I look at each other with the side eye and I said, no, that just means we fight real good. <laughs> Uh, in grad school, I uh, was was assigned a textbook that I had to read. It was a, a book called The Pursuit of Attention. And I argued with that book and argued with that book because the premise of that book is that all of us are always, when someone else is talking, thinking about what we want to say next. And that that winds up, that means we're not fully present, we're not fully listening, we're making assumptions, we're missing portions of the text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and I, I argued with that because I didn't want to believe that that was true, that that was always what I was doing. And then I had to pay attention and I realized, gosh, that is pretty much always what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and I noticed that my husband, you know, my husband and I talked about this and I've noticed he's developed this little habit. We'll be in a meeting or something together where someone is talking, uh, you know, it's a debate or conversation or whatever. And I'll notice he does this thing with his fingers. He like takes his middle finger and he touches it to his thumb and he'll hold it there while someone else is talking. And then when that person's done talking, he'll say something and then he releases his finger from his thumb. So I asked him one day, I'm like, what is this whole, what is this, you know, finger signaling thing about that you're doing? He's like, oh, that's when a thought pops in my head when someone else is speaking that I wanna not forget. I wanna share it because I think it's pertinent, but I also want to stop thinking about that so I can listen to the next person. I, I do that little thing with my finger and I trust that that means that's going to remind me of what I wanted to say. So I close my fingers together like that, and then I go back to listening to what they're saying. And I thought, that's interesting. I need to figure out some way to do that. So did you? Um, no, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> what I tend to do is I just say, okay, I've got to just stop thinking about anything else and totally focus on what's happening right now. Like, like right now, as we're recording, my, my sweet, wonderful husband has knocked, tapped on the door several times because he wants to tell me something. I am totally blocking him out. I hope he's not having a heart attack or something. I don't think, <laughs> or, I don't think so. Or he's about to throw up. <laughs> he's like, no, for real this time, Luann. I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> but I've chosen to stay in the moment here and, and talk about this because I want, I mean, I think it's funny that God is giving me fresh uh, information. Noise. Yes, and noise right here to say, okay, can you really do it? And sometimes I can, and other times I can't. So when I know that now is not a good time for me to really focus because I know there are 15 other things that are screaming for my attention, I will purposely mm-hmm. tell someone, hey, can we just set a time to talk because I don't want to miss a word you're going to say. I do that with my kids sometimes because I don't want to miss anything that they have to say. So I say, when's a great time to call you back so we can both just sit and share life. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. what we need to get in the habit of doing. It's okay to set 
uninterrupted appointments with one another. Yes, and and I think that's a great idea. And I have not mastered the, you know, touch my finger to my thumb to to not forget what I'm going to say. You asked me if I had learned to do that. I haven't. I still do what I tend to do, which is just interrupt with the thought that just burst on the scene in my head. And so I I am learning to not interrupt, but I'm not so good at necessarily. It's more like me sitting on my hands, right? As I wait for my chance to say this thought that's burst into my head. Oh, that's hilarious. You are my daughter. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so here's the here's a verse I want us to think about as we wrap this up, because we are all going to fall short of listening. And that's what that's where miscommunication happens. And we all do it, but we can all strive to do better. And so I want us to leave on this note, Psalm 49, 3, that says, my mouth shall speak wisdom. The meditation of my heart shall be understanding. I love that verse. You know, miscommunication is always going to happen. I think the the task is to grant grace when it does, try to laugh when it does, try to take, um, you know, charge of the situation and say, I'm sorry, that's not at all what I meant when it does. And to keep understanding as the goal. If we can keep understanding one another as the goal, I think it will smooth over a lot of these miscommunication adventures. There you go. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others this week and listen. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.